I'm in studio right now with Sarah Rose. How you doing, Sarah? I'm good, Billy. How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. Sarah made the trek over to Brushy Mountain Penitentiary over the weekend, which they have opened up now for a tourist attraction. And uh, I went over there last weekend. Yep. They had it open, and they've got the, you saw the distillery. They're making booze over there. Yep. Um, like 10 different flavors of moonshine. Yeah. Like that. They've got a lot of, lot of that going on. And also, they've got uh, a little restaurant. Mm-hmm. They're serving up barbecue with the warden's table, I think they call it. Mm-hmm. And then... The place is pretty much open for you just to go and take a self-guided tour. Yeah, you walk around, and it is. I mean, that place was built in, like, what, 1896 or something? Yep, exactly. And let me, t- I mean, not like I've spent a lot of time in prison, <laughs> but, you know, you watch these Hollywood shows like Orange is the New Black or Shawshank Redemption, and, okay, you get an idea. It's going to be this rundown place, but, man, that place is a hole. It's really run down. Uh, I mean, and it was open just eight years ago. Like, they closed it in 2010, so these prisoners were living. I mean, the concrete's super old and crumbly, and the paint's all peeling, and it stinks like, I mean, it was. They didn't, they haven't touched it. They just left it like it was. They didn't, they haven't swept it. They haven't cleaned it. They haven't done anything. And uh, so when you go in there, it's the real deal. You see what exactly what it was like, the conditions for those prisoners who had lived there for decades. Uh, of course, James Earl Ray was incarcerated there. Yep. He actually escaped from there, got out, and he's looking around. Where do I go? You got nowhere to go. That's why they built it up in the middle of nowhere. I know. Well, they got that big, the yard connects to like a cliff rock face. Right. And so, you know, you couldn't, and I'm looking at it going, well, did he escape that way? And I don't, I mean, it's it's a cliff face. Unless you had grown up in East Tennessee and knew how to do some free, free climbing, there's no way. Okay, now they also have, uh, you can take tours with uh, with guards and former prisoners that were there that have been released now, um, but with the guards there and, and can tell you stories about some crazy stuff, and they even have paranormal tours. They claim that Brushy Mountain Penitentiary is one of the most spooked um, mm. places where paranormal activity goes on, I'm talking ghosts, people, and I don't doubt that one bit. They um, There's tales of um, the the guards used to torture uh, the prisoners there, and people were telling inmates would tell about how they would hear screaming, you know, way down the hall somewhere where they were just whipping them and, and they're screaming and torturing them for whatever they did wrong. But it was pretty much, they had, you know, pretty much full um, control as far as the guards and the warden and all that went. There were no rules. They could do whatever they wanted to. They could beat, beat somebody almost to death. And man, that place is creepy. Like you go in there and it's just like this, you know, ominous air is you know it's just you're like okay and you read and they've got like little plaques up that you can read that talks about prison life and the history and how they had the prisoners mining coal and all this and um i saw something that said like two hundred and seventy thousand deaths now you got to think about it. it was open for over a hundred years right you got all those prisoners you got you know if they're living in those conditions they're working in the coal mine they're getting black lung they're getting beaten to death they're beating each other i mean you just walk through there and there's you know, just think about how much blood has been spilled on those grounds in a hundred and something years, and it's I I don't I wouldn't do a paranormal tour. You couldn't get me in there after dark. Uh-uh. Uh uh, guided tour or not? No way, buddy. Oh, uh, uh, I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. Ghosts can't hurt you, but um, I, oh, I would love to do that. <clears throat> but they certainly did. Um, and like I said, and it was it was pretty much uh, full blown. Whatever went, anything goes as far as the guards, as far as the uh, 
the, you know, the administration there. There were no rules. And like you said, all those people died there. You notice you never hear about people dying in prison. The only people that know about people that die in prison are relatives and next of kin. You never hear about, you know, so-and-so died in prison today. It was a brutal death. Um, Joe Bob Jackson was shanked to death and stabbed 48 yeah. times. You never hear that. No. And that and that happened, you know, regularly, things like that. But you never hear about it in prison. You never hear. It's like it's a whole different world. It's like a, a different country mm-hmm. that you don't hear about the things that go on there. But, That's wow. True. Well, I wanted to get you on here and just talk about this. And uh, we'll put this on a podcast um, for people who, um, if you're interested in that, I would highly recommend Sarah thinks they're going to close the place down due to safety concerns because, like we said, they haven't done anything. No. They just, I mean, they haven't even swept the place out. I mean, it is exactly like they opened up the opened up the gates and said, all right, y'all go. We're going to take you wherever else they took the prisoners that were still there and then just left it just like that. Did you go down into the whole solitary oh, yeah. confinement? Oh, yeah. That was creepy. One of the um, guards was standing. My boyfriend actually uh, is a. Uh, law enforcement and he put two people away in brushy mountain really back in the day so he was standing there talking to one of the prison guards that was given tours and he said when you go into the hole light up your phone and shine your light on the walls and you can see all the scratched up where people were in solitary with one bucket of clean drinking water and another bucket that they go to the bathroom and go to the bathroom that's it and that's it. And it's like literally six by four by three. Yeah. And it was all dark. No outside light. I don't even know that they had light bulbs in the little cells. It was just you're alone in the dark in a six by four foot space with a metal cot with no no mattress. mattress. No. And you just I mean that he, he said when people came out of there, they were changed. Ugh, it's so just imagine it because you have to uh, imagine now it's six feet long so you can lay down. So basically just giving you enough room to lay down. And be able to turn over. It's like mm-hmm. it's like a dog in a crate, mm-hmm. just in a room for them to be able to stand up and turn around, and that's it. But you can even stand up in there because it's only four feet high, right? It's only four feet high and three feet wide. Yeah. So you, when you went in it, you had to kneel over. So yeah. all you basically all you could do was just lay there all day until you got up to eat or go to the bathroom, but you couldn't really get up. I mean. And if you think about the mental state, I mean, first of all, these are hardened, worst of the worst criminals, evil humans that they're putting away in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So these are the worst of the worst. And then you put them in a tiny little hole. I mean, you just think about like how. Imagine how hot it would be on a day like today where where it feels like 95 in humidity. It was hot in there on Saturday when we went. I mean, it was just. There's no ventilation. Impressive. Yeah. You know, no ventilation. It's just like you're in a coffin. Mm-hmm. It's like you're in a coffin. And uh, uh, it's just, uh, and, and that's, and they didn't care because, you know, they, like you said, these people committed heinous crimes, that, you know, raping children and all the things that you don't even want to think about that went on that people did. That, and the reason they got put there, just like going to Alcatraz, they put you in the worst place possible. Because you did the worst things possible, so you're going to pay for it, and we're going to punish you the worst thing that we can possibly do. And it's like going back to the whippings and the you know torture. Who knows what all they did uh, to those guys and chain them up? And I think I, some, uh, I heard where they would chain them up by their or they would tie them up by their thumbs, and they yes. could only touch with their tiptoes, and would leave them there for a few hours, and that's it. And you were you're, so you're yeah. you're hanging by your thumbs, and the only thing that touches the ground are your tiptoes, and would leave you there for an hour, two, three, however long they wanted to. Nothing you could do about it. Yep. And, you know, back then there were no uh, laws in place about treatment of prisoners. There were, you know, no. the federal government wasn't overseeing any of that sort of thing. So it was, 
you know, uh, up to the state and the states criminals like, and yeah. hard guards, you know. Um, Absolutely. I'm glad I went. It was very interesting to see, but it also well, was like very disturbing. Hard. Yeah, it was disturbing. It was hard to walk around. And and I'm telling you what, though, man, it, that place, it's so crazy because you go in there and it's so oppressive and absolutely it's haunted i'm sure with like evil and and then you walk outside and it's like this beautiful lush green east right. tennessee everywhere and you're going man this is, this is yeah. a- you got a restaurant and a gift shop and a, they're making booze and yeah. everything okay back to real world but that was uh, uh you know if you if you don't know anything about brushy and you want to go see this i would recommend that you uh you know look on the internet find a book to read find, find some articles you don't have to buy anything just find some articles about it. There's plenty of them on there, and you can read about some of the things that went on. So that way, when you go, then you can visualize. I'm walking in here, and I visualize what happened in the hole, or I visualize what happened day-to-day life of these people and how they were treated. And getting, you know, getting attacked in the showers and getting stabbed and, you know, went on just went on and on and on and on. And like I said, you never hear about anybody getting hurt or getting killed in prison. Right. How many thousand? Two hundred seventy thousand. Two hundred seventy thousand in one hundred and twenty years like or whatever. Bigger than the whole population of Knoxville. That's wild. I mean, you know. That's a. It's whew. about an hour's drive. Yeah, some Petros. You just go up uh, through Oliver Springs. Just keep going that way, and then uh, you'll see the signs, and you turn there. It's really not that far away. It's over in Morgan County. Over past Wind Rock. But when you drive up on it, and you see it sitting back there in the back in the. In, in, in the very yeah in the very back of the when the big ridges the bluffs that are going up beside it and everything but just to see it just to have that snapshot in your mind you'll never get rid of that you'll always you'll always see that when you think about brushy you'll think about that picture the first time that you went there and you looked at it from a distance and just saw mm-hmm. and then all these things start going through your head about what happened there mm-hmm. but uh i would recommend um <clears throat> like like you said you said i don't know if they can keep it open in the state it's in right now Maybe, maybe not, but I mean, it just—it's a lawsuit waiting to happen. I mean, somebody—you know—you get somebody in there that doesn't walk really well or whatever. They're liable to trip over something, fall, break their teeth. I mean, yeah, or, you know, or or cut yourself on a sharp edge of something that's right. sticking out of a cell door because it's that's just creepy. Yeah, yeah, because it's just—I mean—they left it just like mm-hmm. that. Whenever they took everybody out, they didn't do a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, took out the garbage. Basically, as it—they didn't sweep the joint. They didn't do anything to it. They just left it paints peeling off the walls and so you get to really see it in the state that it was in when people lived there yeah when people were incarcerated there and it's fascinating to me but it, you know if, it, if it's something you like uh we're not getting paid to say this we just both went and saw it because we were kind of intrigued and about the whole uh the whole process and the whole system and how and how the prison system works because it's totally outside of everything else i mean it's a mm-hmm. totally separate entity from where we live yeah. outside the walls yeah, like and, I said, you know, if you've ever watched any of what Hollywood does about prison life, I mean, even it, like Shawshank Redemption, that old Morgan Freeman movie, right? One of my favorite movies. Um, and the and the guy, the cr- the concrete's crumbling, he, and he escapes that way. He digs himself a hole because right. the concrete's crumbling. But even in Hollywood, they made this place look old and gross. Man, it was nothing compared to Brushy. I mean, Bru- it was like Brushy was like a crack house or something. I mean, it was just completely destroyed oh yeah yeah it was uh, the shawshanks i mean they they tried to hollywood it up but they didn't want to make it too gruesome Mm. um but uh, brushy is nothing like that i mean this place is the 
the nastiest, scariest place that you'll probably ever go, knowing what you know if you do some research on it. But anyway, Sarah Rose, thank you for for uh, chiming in here yeah. with me and us sharing Thanks our thoughts about Brushy Mountain uh, Penitentiary there. And it, it is still open. you got a chance to go out there, and who knows how long it'll last. But um, pretty amazing. Um, pretty amazing and pretty fascinating place. So might want to check it out, but thanks for hanging out with me, Sarah Rose. Thank you, Billy Kidd. Sarah's our uh, production director, by the way. She writes all the fine commercials you hear on our fine radio station. So thank you so much for that. <laughs>